welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. We are back with part two with the beautiful and fabulous Cherry Britt. And my gosh, you're in for a treat today. I love when podcasts, you have a plan and then you totally go to the left. And that's what happened today, but in the most magnificent and magical way. And today we are talking about intuition and how to start activating your gifts. Everyone is gifted. If someone is gatekeeping and telling you that they have something that you don't have, they might have a different gift. But sister, you have a gift and you can access it. You hold the magic key, but only you hold it. So no one is better than you. No one has something that you don't have. You are the magic. You are walking magic. You just have to learn to tap into it and how to trust your intuition. So I'm really excited for today. Terry is one of my most favoriteest people in the whole wide world, and I definitely don't want to take from the show. So without further ado, let's welcome Terry. Terry, welcome back to the show. I have so been looking forward to are you. I am great, and I have to tell you, I just... I love what you're doing and I love your energy. And we've talked about this before. So it is so much fun for me to come back and hang out with you and yap. I could yap and yap and yap without for hours with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So easy. <laughs> I know it is. Easy, I, isn't it? it is so funny because after our first episode, everyone was like, when is part two coming out? When is part two coming out? I'm like, we're both like having life right now. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> It was like, life has like been a whirlwind. I think it's been a whirlwind for a lot of people though. Everyone I'm talking to has just gone through an interesting time over the last couple of months and Mm. a lot of, you know, good stuff happening, hard stuff happening. And I think it's just more of the awakening we're in right now that we are waking up to seeing what works for us. For sure. For sure. And I think there's been so many beautiful lessons too, that like as a collective, we've been, blessed to kind of walk through and learn these tools and have these resources that are so available to us. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Um, You and I were talking just a second ago, but I'll just share with the listeners. I had one of my dogs suddenly die. It was quite shocking. And as she was leaving, I saw her soul leave. I saw, Mm. I I saw her leave and it brought me great peace to see it because I could see that she was running and having fun. Mm. And what was interesting is my husband said, let's get our other one tested because they both had sarcomas. And you have to understand these dogs have had acupuncture and herbs for years, but they both, for whatever reason, developed cancer. You know, I guess if your time, your time, but so Millie, the one who's still alive, um, he said, let's get her tested. And she had sarcoma. 
I kicked in with my intuition the other day, and I don't know if you believe in past lives or, you know, future lives, but I saw her because Millie's had health issues since she was a baby. She's had hip issues and she kind of has been on the sidelines a little bit and so loving and just the sweetest dog, but just on the sidelines. Well, as she's gotten a little bit healthier over the years, she's gotten more playful, but she still hasn't been able to go full force, especially now that she's got cancer, even though she looks fine. But I saw a vision I wasn't looking for it, but I all of a sudden saw this vision of her next life. And it was with kids because we don't have any kids in our home. Ours are all grown, but it was with kids and she was romping and playing like she's never really had the chance to in this lifetime. And I was so excited. So even though when her time comes, I don't want her to go. I'm also excited for her about what the future holds. So that was so cool. I'm so happy that I am tapping intuition to be able to get those hits brings a lot of peace to you oh absolutely yeah I huge fear around death in general until and I'll never forget this it was I was in my Reiki master course and we had to have like a whole six-week course on just reincarnation and mm -hmm. I was raised so fire and brimstone that I was like everything in, in me was like oh but it stirred up so much for me and when I did my first past life regression uh, for myself, and I realized so many aha moments, and then I got deeper into it. It brought me this level of peace that, like, mm -hmm. I'm a soul living in this body, which is blessed and great, but like, I am so much deeper than just this body. Yep. And having the animal experience, we had a dog die really suddenly too last year. And it was, it was like the most heart, like I could not start, stop crying. And mm -hmm. I told my husband, I was like, this is so much different than like a human death. Like, this is like my dog. And so I just, I, I can, I feel that so deeply. So for you to see that spirit walk out, my gosh, like what mm -hmm. a, mm. did you tell yeah. your husband that? Oh yeah. We were both, um, we, we thought she was going to have emergency surgery because this all happened in just one afternoon. Um, her spleen had a tumor on it. We didn't know it. And it turns out that the doctor says, this is what happens with spleens. They just rupture very quickly and you don't mm -hmm. even know they're sick. So we laid with her for an hour before they um, put her down and we just laid there and talked to her and told her what she meant to us and how she had you know, made a difference in our lives and just loved on her a lot. But then I got this hit. It's time. It's time right now. We've got to, we got to call the doctor and we called the doctor in and he immediately, you know, shot her up. And as he did, I was watching her leave and she was so joyful because she had been so active. She was different than Millie. Millie's the one who's still alive, who couldn't be as active stuff. But this one was, and always jumping and always leaping and so so much so that she had a little bit of carpal tunnel going on in her legs and and um so she wasn't as active anymore and it was so cool to watch her leave and seeing her be really really active now my husband the other night he says uh, he says terry i know juna was here he said i got up and i bent over to do something and i felt something under like like lift my shirt mm -hmm. and and I was like, cool. I haven't, I haven't seen her here, but you know, she could have come in the night. I don't know. So it, cause it was, in the middle of the night. I know it was really cool, but I love it when we can, you know, here we are talking about intuition. Um, I'm really excited about just, I've been asking for mine to expand even more. And that's how I got on my journey of healing was, you know, when, um, in our last episode, I, I shared with you a lot about my family and how I had a lot of anger issues and I was always in emotional chaos and, I wasn't listening to my intuition much about 
And then when my dad, five, I actually saw his spirit leave his body. And I didn't know that's what was, what I was seeing. I just saw him and I knew he was no longer in his body and I could tell he was up above. That's all I knew. But after his death, you know, I got into therapy and the therapist said, you need to get into meditation. You're wound really tight. So I ended up at an energy school, which was a psychic school. So the first night in class, I saw a spirit go across the room and I was in shock. I was like, and I even to the point where I just tried, the teacher asked me, she said, Are, you look like you've seen a ghost. I said, I think I have. And I'm seeing this, this man. I, and I didn't see it as in detail. I just saw that the energy of it and you could see that he had a beard and and when i'm describing he comes up next to her and she goes oh yeah he's right here she goes he's the founder of this school mm. so he, he had passed over and hung out but i've loved it because over the years when someone's i've you know i've been well as an intuitive healer and relative will come in to give a message and it brings great peace i have to i tell you a funny story though i was on a chiropractor's table years ago in los angeles this was when i was just really getting started and had opened up to my intuition i'm on my chiropractor's table and his grandparents come in and this was a young guy i can't remember if he and his wife if he was married yet or they were just living together but his grandparents come in to start talking to me and I'm giving him messages and he's, I, I have a feeling he's not really sure if he believes me or not. Well, then he gets really, really, really quiet. He's not saying a word and I'm face down on the table. I can't see what he's doing or anything. I said, I said, um, they also wanted me to tell you that they are not watching you when you're having sex. And, oh my God. and <laughs> he starts, he starts screaming, what? I was just wondering if they were watching when we were having sex. I can't believe that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny. I mean, it was really, really funny. I will never forget it. I mean, this was years ago. This was at least uh, 20 years ago. And I, I, it was just the most hysterical thing to see his response and to, and to feel their presence. So, you know, prominently, and then when my husband died, I'd been married for, we were together 19 plus years, but we were married for right around 17. And when he died, it was so cool because he had had cancer. He beat his cancer. His cancer was very advanced. It was prostate cancer, but he was only 56 when he died. So that's kind of like a breast cancer for women right. uh, and, because it's very aggressive. So he ended up, he had a 2% chance of survival with his cancer beat the cancer because we in medicine he died of a heart attack and I was in shock yeah. I was like why now because I had been working on passion and letting passion come in my life we were taking a dance class and boom he dies so I remember they were doing a homicide investigation because he was by himself and they didn't you know some a friend of mine found him because I was trying to reach him I was at a dance competition with my youngest and my other daughter had been at a friend's house and she called and she goes, have you talked to dad? He's supposed to pick me up. He didn't pick me up. And so I had a friend, a neighbor go over and check on him and they found him. He was face down dead. So they had to do a homicide investigation. Well, at oh. the end of the evening, yeah, I sat in my neighbor's bathroom because we couldn't go in the house while they were doing this investigation. I sat there when, by the time I got home and I said, I called a spirit. I didn't say, why, why now? And he said, I finally let go of the controls. He had been willing himself to live for us and, and he was done. So that sort of 
it, it took away a lot of grief too, because it was, he was doing what his soul wanted to do. He was, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and if you know this, if you love someone enough that, you know, that old saying, if you love someone, let them go. Well, it goes the same way with death that when you love them enough, you let them go so that they can do what their soul's journey is being called to do. And, you know, I know you're a mom, Courtney, it's the same way with our children. You know, I I've had so many times where I've had to surrender my kids and they're alive, thankfully, but I literally will see myself going up this spiral staircase of gold and hand them over to God saying, these are not my mind to control. These are mine. And I surrender them to you. So mm -hmm. that's, that's a very loving feeling for me to do that, to be at that state of peace, you know, because as parents, we want to control everything. Right. I mean, I was a number one control freak trying to make my kids, right get it right you know because i thought that's what was going to give them love success and happiness but when i got on my journey of really loving myself and becoming a woman leader of love for my family i was able to surrender and i think that that's what we're really we're all needing to do that now we're we're needing to step into that role as women and and what's so beautiful about when we do that, when we start saying, I'm going to honor and love the way I was created, I'm going to come from a space of love and be an expression of love. That's when we start uh, tapping into our intuition. It all ties together so beautifully because, oh. you know, when we're loving ourselves, we're no longer, well, we start, we start, I wouldn't say no longer. It's a gradual chipping away of emotional chaos mm. because- you know, you know how it is when you have the feeling of I should do this, I should do that. We're making others the authority of our lives. And but when we start loving ourselves and we take back that authority and we stand in our truth, we're really that's empowering. Not only are we standing in our truth, natural, intuitive hits to take, you know, to act from inspired action. So we're no longer in that crazy trying to get it right, do it right for everybody else. And, um, and so for me, that's been my path is to give myself permission to love myself and then let my intuition expand. And that's been really, really fun to be able to use it to, to follow the guidance and lead a life that I love. And I think that's what we all want, right? Absolutely. Do you so, feel like you're tapped into your intuition? Oh, yeah. Um, mine happened. So when I, um, my journey, when I tried to commit suicide and I was like, there's no, I'm done. This is, you know, my life's horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on my knees and I could like, my body wouldn't go. And so I, um, was screaming and mad in this hotel room and my grandma came through actually. And I was really intuitive when I was little, um, I saw spirits and I shut it down because it scared me. Yeah. And so around, uh, I'd say around 12, I shut it down. And then after that experience, everything came back full force. And I was so called to kind of dive all the way into that. So I actually, mm -hmm. when I do readings and stuff, I see a lot of people come through and mm -hmm. get to connect to the other side often. And it's, it's very magical to be able to trust in what you're saying. And, you know, I, I found it too. So when I first started playing with my intuition again, after I shut it off, because I think we're all born with it, right? Like it's something right. we're all so tuned into. Right. And over time, we just get conditioned that it's wrong or it's not real or whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
I, one of the biggest things for me was trusting it. Like, how do you trust it? How do you know to tell that chiropractor that his parents aren't watching him having sex without being mortified at his response? Or what if you're way (laughs) off, right? Like those moments, I'm laughing so hard because I've done that. I've had these downloads, like while I'm working on someone and I've been like, oh, good Lord. Why? Why? I don't want to say that. Like, I don't want to say that out loud. The person just looks like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? When, one of the craziest times, this was years ago. Again, I was, it's been at least, oh, whoo, it was in the early 2000s. There was a, some producers putting together a TV show. And they, they were talking to me, Sonia Choquette, I believe is who it was, and then a couple of other people who were intuitives. And it was going to be called a spiritual view, if I'm not, if I remember correctly. But he brings me into his office and he says, read me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Don't let me do it this way. But anyway, I just, I just sucked it up. And I said, um, it was very weird because the vision I got was not great. I said, I see you and your wife in bed with your backs to each other. Mm. And there is a very angry. And I said, really need to build. And I got this vision of a tree house and I'm like, this is Los Angeles. Who has a tree house in Los Angeles? And I said, and you really need to build the tree house. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm not building the damn tree house. And yeah, it was like, oh, there is really a bone of contention between him and his wife. I think he was an environmentalist and he didn't want to affect the tree. And she was wanting the tree house to be built for the kids. And they were had this wall of resistance between them because of this tree house. And, but it was so weird to read it. And to see it like that, I was like, oh my gosh. But when his face turned red and he got angry and he says, I'm not building the damn tree house. It was like, oh, well, I guess I nailed that one. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> oh they never ended up doing the show. I wish they would have, but they never ended up doing the show. They, I, I think it was too. It was, yeah. you know, it was just. And nowadays it would be a great show to do, you know, to have different people giving different spiritual perspectives, kind of like the view, but from the spiritual. Oh, I'd watch the hell out of that. I know me too. (laughs) I would love that. Oh, Oh, well, because it's not wrong. It's just people have different perspectives and different ways they tap in. And I think it's like so intriguing to watch. I, I just am fascinated by that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's Mm. interesting today. um, We did my, um, I have a a group that I I have my women leaders of love group and we have a private community that we do a zoom call every week and it's called own your worth Wednesdays. And it came into intuition for whatever intuition seems to be the running theme right now. And, um, and it was so interesting because how people get hits, like one woman was really talking about all the signs she's getting right now. And, and, and there were a lot that had to do with numbers, which you and I both know that numbers mm-hmm. signs, right? Mm-hmm. And she, she had, in one of the last sessions we did, Gabriel, the archangel had come in wanting to talk to her. She said, is he still there? And I said, yes, you know this. And she says, well, I keep getting these numbers. And I said, yeah, you're getting pokes saying, hello, are you paying attention? Yes, you have to trust this. Because what you just said, Courtney, a few minutes ago about the trust, right? And for me, I, the first time that I think I really started using my intuition on a day-to-day basis was years ago, we had just bought a home that was new. It would have been like one of the spec homes that you can buy. So they, they would leave the light bulb on on the back porch 
I guess probably for to keep you know vandals away. Mm-hmm. So when we, moved, when we moved in, the light bulb burned out very quickly. But I'm not the one who chose the the light fixtures; they were already in. So I'm looking at it, and it's this octagonal light fixture, and between each sle- uh, piece of glass is metal, and each has a knob on it. Bottom. So I'm looking at all these different knobs going, uh, which one is this? I don't know how to get in here to change this light bulb. So I have a ladder. And as I start to unscrew one of those, the whole light fixture is coming apart in my hand. I'm like, oh no, what did I just do? So I quickly panic. Yeah. I don't need this right now. Just moved in this house. It's already stressful enough, enough making a move. So I, I, I got quiet with myself and I said, okay, what do I need to do? And I just felt this nudge to go higher on the ladder. And so once I got up to the top of the ladder, I could see on top of the light fixture fixture that there was a little cap to unscrew and put the bulb in. That in that moment was a, it sounds so trivial, but it was a huge win when I was just really starting to listen attention. And by doing, it made my life easier. So that was, I I believe that we, you know, as we start listening and to ourselves and instead of listening to what we think we should be doing and we start listening to that, those nudges that life can get a lot easier. It's just that for so many of us, especially as women, we're living in our heads. We're constantly doing, I've got to do this for my kids. I got to do this for my partner. I got to do this for work. And we, we stay in, in this, in this hamster wheel of always pushing and shoving if we would just take the time to do the inner work, to do the inner healing, to do what I call raising your worthiness quotient, where you really treat yourself as if you're worthy of being seen, heard, and valued. And so you raise your vibration and now you attract things to you that feel loving and kind. As we do this, we get out of our heads and we drop down into our hearts so that we can listen to the intuition. We can listen to our feelings. We can pay more. So I do this, we would have so much more balance and peace on the planet because we would be out of emotional chaos. We'd be listening to inspired guidance, right? Because we're getting it from spirit. And then as we take inspired action, we move into a divine flow of balance and peace and joy. So that's what I'm on a mission is to help women become empowered in that, that you have this gift. And we as women are so intuitive. Oh my gosh, we're so intuitive, but we just give up our power so much to other people and to to the performance of taking care of everyone that we disconnect from that intuition. And so I, I really, you know, I feel like if we women would say no more, I'm going to take a stand for loving myself and really being the authority of my life, allowing God, the universe to be the guide and take inspired action. We could truly make a difference on the planet. Mm. So dropping into your heart, I know we're running out of time, but I definitely want to touch on this because I think it's so important. And Mm -hmm. Dropping into your heart with intuition, can you explain to someone who's just starting to tap intuition or starting to see things, how to stay in your heart and avoid that fear that comes up when it's new and it's unknown and we're like, do I trust this? Do I not? Like, how do we fall into that? For me, the way I did it, and it was just shown to me, and I mean, everybody's going to have their own unique path, but for me... The way, I mean, I'd gone to this intuitive school because my therapist said, you need to get into therapy, you need to get a meditation. And so I stuck with it. And then as I stuck with it and learned that, you know, we all have the ability, I clear my energy. So one of the first things that I would say is to clear your energy, 
And you can do that by just opening up your crown and allowing light to flood through you to run, to run through uh, your energy field. Because when we're in that heightened state, we're in fight or flight, we need something to calm us down. Breathing can do it. So, you know, into that breathing space for me that showed up was little Terry, um, little, the little five-year-old inside of me. So I, the way I look at my fear is that she's in fear that she is reacting from her own fear of, of being judged or being humiliated. If she makes a mistake, you know, whatever my fears are. And I scoop her up in my mind's eye, I scoop her up and I say, you know what? You're not, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. I've got your back anyway. I'm going to love you anyway. So I become that woman leader of love, that divine mother to her to alleviate her fears. And I'll, you know, often ask, what's the belief that is causing your fear? Because if you're reacting negatively and in fear of any and anything, it's because there's a belief you've bought into. Because the truth is that we are wise, intuitive, gifted women that if we will just say yes to that, it's okay if we make a mistake. We're going to say, oh, I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to learn from it and myself more. So as always, how do I love myself more? So if I do have a moment of fear, I become that divine mother to Terry, little Terry, the five-year-old inside of me, talk to her and love her more. Let her know that she's safe. Let her know that I'm not going to abandon or reject her if she makes a mistake. And by doing that, it it really, really it relaxes everything. And then, of course, I turn to my guides. Um, you know, I think of it as my own little holy trinity that I, I, I hear, I'm here, the divine mother to the little girl inside of me. But as I need support and love, I'm also turning to my guides and asking for assistance to ask them to help me through this. So those are the things that I do. I really clear my energy, talk to my inner child, love her the way she's always wanted to be loved. And and then talk to my guides for more assistance. And that keeps me out of my head and keeps me dropping into my heart. Oh, powerful. I love that you call your guides your trinity because that's so what it is, right? Like when we can connect mm -hmm. and just have that support and guidance. And it's so interesting because so many people are like, I can't connect with my guides. I can't connect with my guides. But it's like, well, have you asked? Like, have you asked them to show up for you? Have you asked them to be? Well, no, I've never done that. Like, well, right. <laughs> we we got to exactly. ask. <laughs> right. And there's different ways of doing it too, because you know, I'm very clairvoyant. I see pictures constantly, but every now and then I'll get a clairaudient message. But then there are people who don't have pictures at all in their mind, but they will, they will feel it. They will have a knowingness or they might hear something. So it's really key to understand that we all have different ways of experiencing our intuition. Mm -hmm. But if we'll take the time to get present and to release the emotional chaos, to do the daily work, like I meditate every single day, I connect mm -hmm. to my guides every single day. I talk to little Terry every single day. Even if I'm busy, I'm standing in the grocery store line. Imagine little Terry holding onto my leg like one of my kids would have done when they were little, right? Mm -hmm. You know how little, you know, and I'll just kind of have a conversation with her. I'll stand there and I'll I'll invite the light of God to flood through me if I've been carrying a lot of energy that day and just do it standing there in the grocery store line. If I feel like really struggling with something and I can't answer just talking to little Terry, I'll turn to my guides and say, can you help me? I'll be driving down the road and feel like one of my guides is in the front seat with me and having a conversation. Mm. So 
there's always a conversation going. And let me tell you yesterday, it was so funny because I'm getting ready to write my next book and which will be the worthiness quotient. I have the course and everything, but this is the book. And so I, there's so much information. It's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with all this information? And I'm sitting in my living room, just hanging out, doing some meditation. And I feel Christ, or I call him Jeshua and Christ and, and mother Mary come in. We're talking and they said, okay, what we want you to do is you're going to go upstairs in a moment and you're going to start, you know, look at all the things on your whiteboard, all the topics and stuff. But before you do go get some nuts, eat some nuts, you need a little nourishment and go stretch. So I turned on the music and started stretching and dancing around. And I turned on, I said, Oh, I want to listen to happy by Pharrell. So I said, Hey, Google play happy, by turns it on and I'm dancing my mind's eye. I, all of a sudden I wasn't looking for it. I see Christ, Jeshua and mother Mary dancing. And I am howling with laughter. I know it sounds crazy, but some, if somebody was in my head, they'd think I was nuts, but I'm laughing because I am watching them acting goofy and dancing with me. Now mm. that's a, that's a pretty good visual to get, isn't it? I mean, it oh. was, <laughs> I love that. I can just see you like, yes, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are dancing with me. And I am just, I'm like dancing and I got my hands up in the air, you know, just giving praise. And it was just, it was the coolest moment. I think I've ever had a moment like that where I was dancing with my guides, but it was so much fun. I freaking love that. I just, yeah. I got the best visual in my head ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was one that I ever. <laughs> oh gosh. I, I know. I think we try and complicate stuff, right? Instead of like joy and play and all of those things are like such beautiful ways to connect. And like, it's so you're clairvoyant, I'm claircognizant. So I am the feel mm -hmm. like I just feel things so deep. And so for yeah. me, I, I really struggled because I was clairvoyant when I was little and I still have not gotten that back fully. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have glimpses. Um, but mine is very much claircognizant. And so I will just know or phrases will come. I'll, I'll see like phrases when I close my eyes. Um, mm -hmm. So things will come to me, but I have to feel it. And so for me feeling, and I mean, I'm like a Pisces cancer Pisces, right? So I'm like a lot Ooh. of water. Yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of emotions happening. But for me, it was really hard to freaking tap into like, how do I feel into tapping into my guides? How do I feel into that Christ consciousness? Like, how do I feel into my intuition mm -hmm. on knowing on how to know if it's right or know that it's something that's like an ego base. And so for me, I had to really learn how to separate like where my ego was trying to protect me. Right. Like not because we make ego like this horrible thing. It's there for a reason. Right. Like it's mm -hmm. there to protect and guide us. But right. how do I get below that layer? And yeah. for me, it was just like you said, it was like, I have to meditate every single day and I have to take that time for myself. And I have to take that stillness to learn like when my body's completely in that theta state, how do I tap mm -hmm. into like that deep, deep sense of freaking wisdom and knowing and, mm -hmm. you know, allowing that space for people to pour into me too, to hear other people's wisdom on what's worked and what's not and what resonates. And I think like when we as an individual can tap into like what that resonation feels like in our bodies, then mm -hmm. we just know, right. Then mm -hmm. that comes that sense of knowing, but we can't get there until we practice what that feeling of resonation feels like. Yeah. I agree with you. And it's so funny because I'll meditate, but I do more of an active meditation where I'm breathing, running the energy, and then I start journaling and I immediately go into gratitude. 
And as soon as I go into gratitude, I feel this energy washing over me. Mm-hmm. And, and it feels like there's a download that's coming through. It's beautiful. But that's just, that's what's developed over the years. It's just something that that is what works for me. It's almost like I feel like I'm a scribe. Mm-hmm. And, and it was interesting because years ago, I um, had given myself a birth. The psychic school I was in had a, that um, I didn't, I, I wanted to have somebody read me but I didn't want them to know me. And so it turns out when I called the school, they said, well, I'm going to be in your area right on your birthday. Can we, I'll just come to your home. I'm like, yeah, that was like perfect. Right. And I remember as a kid standing out on our driveway, feeling like there were these people watching me in the sky, but I couldn't see them or talk to them. And that was the only thing I had that any memory. Well, that particular day when this reader comes to my house, he says, you've got this group of guides. He says, I've never seen like this. And he says, it's the Christ consciousness and they're feeding you information and you're feeding them information. And I thought those were the guides I saw as a little kid. Those were the Mm. ones, right? So for me, I feel like I've been through my writing when I'm writing with them because they guide me. And and I can always tell when I'm getting in, in the way because then it gets hard. So if I get out of the way, then it, it a lot more ease. So constant thing of going, okay, I want to write something, but now I, I've just, I've just stepped in the way. So that's my, where I am right now is just letting myself get out of the way and letting them work through me. That's, that's what I love. And that's what happens in my meditations that, you know, it's allowing that to come through in my work as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, forgot oh my gosh I'm like this is huge your TEDx is out I know we were talking about it before the show and I'm going to put it on all the socials but hello goodbye you did a TEDx and we are going to blast the heck out of yay or miss the first podcast we're gonna just love bomb you here (laughs) oh thank you so much I would love that love bomb yeah the TEDx was on the way (laughs) yes and it's a short TEDx because I know a lot of your listeners are moms and they think I don't have time. It's only eight. at first I was resistant when they, and then as I started, you know, just chipping away at it, it was like, oh, this is what it needs to be is eight minutes. It's quick. It's easy, but there's power, powerful information in there to help us really get grounded in why it's so important to love ourselves for our families. It's called unconditional self-love, a new family paradigm. So yes, please let's check it out. Like it, comment and share the, the commenting, especially in the liking is important to break that YouTube algorithm. So please, yes, we want to spread the love. Yeah, so much. So, and where is the best spot, Terry, that people can connect with you directly if they want to work with you? What do you have going on right now? Like, tell me what you're doing. Spring is coming. Time of rebirth. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff. Well, just on my website is terrybrit.com. You can find my worthiness quotient quiz to see where you're struggling and owning your worth. And what, you'll get a whole personalized report and break what areas are struggling, where you're doing better, but to give you some guidance on what's next. Um, I have a free webinar called um, The Worthiness Quotient Claim Your Crown, Lead a Life You Love. That's at terrybrit.com forward slash webinar. And the, uh, the quiz was at terrybrit.com forward slash quiz. Everything's terrybrit.com. And you'll see it on my website. You can go there. Um, I am excited. I just came became a part of an anthology series called Women Gone Wild. Um, this is about women really living fearlessly. The first book, they'll be in Barnes & Noble, 
Target and Walmart starting. I think you can pre-order on all of them now. But the first book is called Wealth. The Wild's an acronym. I'm in the second book, which is Intuition, which is interesting that this is just flooding in right now. Our book comes out in November, but this whole series is amazing. It's really cool by healers and teachers and just showing people how to live fearlessly and and really embrace the divine feminine. So mm. out in uh, June, but yeah, there's going on right now. <laughs> And oh, I will man. say, I do, I do want to say this, that if anybody who's interested, because you heard me talk about the worthiness quotient today, because it's 18 meditations with all kinds of tools so that you will start clearing out the emotional chaos and tap into your intuition on a deeper level. Um, if, if you go to cherrybrit.com forward slash worthy, that's the digital course. If you put in, if you decide you want it, because it's really cheap already, but if you put it in, uh, in the coupon code box, talk, T-A-L-K, you can get the course for 50% off. So that's really, really cool because I think it brings down the price to like 140 something. It's cheap. Oh, I made it cheap because I want people, I want people to have the info. I want people to have the information. Right. Right. Oh, thank you so much, Sherry. You're thank amazing. You. I love I you. I, I love what you're doing, I love girl. You to pieces. I know every time I'm like, okay, 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, I can't. No, I think we went up. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone's going to listen for the full thing. Oh my gosh. That's so <laughs> well, thank funny. you so much. And I'm so excited to just follow your journey and be a fellow sister and just support the hell out of everything you're doing. Oh, thanks, Courtney. Oh. I appreciate that so, so much. Thank you guys all for listening and go check out my stuff. I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, you will enjoy it. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, you will enjoy it. <laughs> you will like it. <laughs> all right, Terry, until next time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.